Welcome to Before You Swipe, the online dating podcast where we read between the pickup lines. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. We're two sex educators and research nerds using apps to find playmates, partners, and some laughs. Each episode, we share profiles that make us curious and make us cringe. We bring our expertise and personal quirks as we overanalyze our first impressions. Join us for some snarky and sincere tips and traps. Okay, so I just sent you a profile for a woman um, in her late 30s. Uh, Self-describes as a bisexual in the little categories right underneath their profile. Um, The little favorites or preferences, they chose to use those. So we've got LGBTQ plus rights, wine, politics, dog lover, and hiking. And their description is never married, no kids. Silly, liberal, sometimes stubborn, always kind, animal lover, currently COVID unemployed, not sure what I'm looking for, dot, 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 open to finding out. Compersion, greater than jealousy, using the greater than sign, E-N-M, which stands for ethically non-monogamous for people who don't know the lingo. So there you have it. Yes. And she has several pictures. So the the opening picture is her she's got a really nice smile it's clearly a selfie and like a white tank top showing cleavage mm-hmm. and then we've got the picture of her in like sort of oversized glasses with a is that like a plastic oh is that that plastic mouth that you have to put in like for that game where you have you talk funny or something or is that just have plastic n- lips or something no idea what that is. Okay, but yeah, so what anyway? Bright red, goofy, really plastic large lips. red plastic lips. Then there's a picture of her taking a picture of some scenery. And then a picture of her on a boat and sunglasses again. Really nice smile. Ah, and then there's a picture of her with two like, like exotic dancers, I'm guessing. Or, I mean, or it's a hell of a party, but she's flanked by two <laughs> women who uh, one has pasties, one just has a, like a bikini on and she's just smiling in the center in like what I would call almost work clothes or maybe going out clothes, I don't know, but just jeans and a nice shirt. And then we're back to just a, another selfie that's just her again. And then a picture of her and her dog. So, and to clarify, the dog is a little pathetic looking. Which... Yeah, it doesn't look, it looks a little, I don't know if it's sick or if yeah. it's, it's like against her shoulder and it's kind of got its tongue half out. Like I have a friend who's got a dog that because it doesn't have teeth anymore, the tongue's always sticking out. Yes. And it's kind of adorable, but it definitely makes the dog look like it's not quite right in the head. And so <laughs> this, this dog might be a similar circumstance. So so tabling the the nudie shot thing for a second yep sort of interesting because she's got one two three four five six she's got seven pictures and at least three of them don't tell me anything new like they're the same kind of headshot they're sort of a selfie she's smiling really nicely um but that's that's sort of it and so it's kind of like oh well why include a bunch of pictures of you it's like yep same person yep yep that's you yep that's you and then the fourth arguably is sort of the same picture but then she's got the dog with the tongue hanging out 
um, as part of it as well. And so a little more me, data. Yeah. To me, it's yeah. So that's a little bit more because especially since she says she's a dog lover right. and things like that. So like that, that makes sense. And so I think her first shot of her with like the, the white tank top and it's, I think there's a black bra underneath it too, which I'm kind of, I have mixed feelings about that. I think like maybe I'm just old and, and like curmudgeon or whatever, but I think like as a, at a certain point in age, the white tank top with black bra, like, is that sort of a high school thing for me? Like maybe college, but I'm kind of over that as a general I, tactic for something. I do think it's a total generational nod. Like, I'm sorry, okay. if you were in high school in the nineties, you likely, and, and of a particular like social group, you wore a white tank top with a black bra regularly. Right. <laughs> and so exactly. there is this part That's of me that it's, it's a little, yeah, it does make me chuckle um, and wonder, like, was that an intentional nod? You know, like, are you doing a cohort gesture uh, or were you someone who was partnered and like got partnered young and then now you're single again? So you're like reverting to how you thought you were supposed to dress when you were single when you were younger. And that's always a really interesting thing about like, how do we start dating again when we it's we've been out of the scene for a really long time and i don't know that that's this person's story i mean she right. says she's never married so i you know it doesn't mean she wasn't in a long-term committed relationship but it just yeah, i thought it was an interesting I, I appreciate that you picked up on that of and there's an there's an element of this style of photo also that is feels more reminiscent to someone i would ex, something i would expect from like someone in their 20s um yeah. and not to say you have to do certain kinds of photos for certain age demographics but it's just it's it was a funny i was surprised it was their first photo given what the rest of the photos are yeah um that one stood out i was like huh, you are not what I expected after seeing that first photo. I was surprised. And so that was part of the reason I wanted to share this prof profile. One of the, one of the reasons. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one too is the, so the picture of her that was clearly taken by somebody else. Cause she's the one taking the picture. Like it's a picture of her. So it's the full body shot. And we sort mm -hmm. of, I think we've talked about this before about the, somehow it's important for women to give full body shots. So they, so people can see their size, which it sucks, but uh, yeah. I mean, so I think the, the expectation is true for all genders that yeah, like, people yeah. want to have a sense of your full being. Yeah. So this is her. So the one full being shot or the, she's got two full being shots, I guess that the one where she's taking a picture of the pretty mountainside, that's also a white, like sleeveless shirt with a black bra underneath. So it's we a do very have a theme. Sheer, we have a stylistic theme. We do have a stylistic person. theme of this sort of sporty, casual look. Um, so, so yeah, so I don't know. I mean, initial feedback on the, the general stuff of like, really think about like, if does each picture tell a different story about yourself or are you just filling in all the spots of pictures with just like the same picture over and over again is kind of a, it almost makes her a little bit more boring. Thank you. I had that, that thought as well. I'm like, you know, so there's, there's, and for the viewer who can't see one of the photos where she's in some larger glasses they've got kind of a cool almost like it's a good tortoise shell that's got a little bit of a cheetah print vibe to it or something so they're really stylish glasses and i think it ups her personality a bit 
And I think she included it because if you look closely in the background, I think she's at some sort of a very interesting like resort or something. Cause that's like a pool where the lounge chairs are in the water, but you can't tell that on first glance. Like you have to really study these pictures and go, what is happening in the background? And again, yeah. we've said nerds like us, will sit here and do that. Cause we're like, what's your deal? Right. But so I'm wondering if part of why some of these photos are included is it's like, oh, this, I was doing something that meant something to me. And so I'm sharing it because I think it tells a story, but you got to think about what does your viewer know about whatever they can see. So right. one of the other um, selfies that's in a bathroom, she's in a, it looks like a really nice, it's a lavender cover, uh, lavender colored, excuse me, sort of satiny floral vibe. Um, it's a yeah. robe and she looks more like maybe at a spa or something. And she's got a really, she looks very like warmed and happy. So I'm like, did yes. you just get a nice massage or something? That's great. But actually I would never know that just by like flipping through your pictures. And so they just become kind of a sea of the exact same face and expression. Yeah. Right, because so, she does, she has a lovely smile. Yeah, I mean, she's truly. very cute. She has a lovely smile, on point eyebrows, I may add, <laughs> but all that, but yeah, it is, it's just the same, it's the same lovely smile, warm over over. face over and over without really getting to a sense of who she is for so many pictures. And then we have thrown in what could be at a club in Vegas. Maybe it's part of those same resort and massage sequence of experiences. I don't know, but there is a way that I'm like, or, well, let me pause. What is your reaction? <laughs> Cause obviously I have yeah. things about this It's photo. just sort of, I mean, again, it's sort of like, if, is that the part of like, I'm fun. I hang, or are these her friends or, it is, it's just sort of a, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a problem. Like I don't get a extra positive or a negative on her being flanked by two, two dancers or two people in a, in a very uh, extreme state of undress. Like that's fine. Um, but it doesn't, I don't know. I I'm trying to figure out what, what that sort of adds or where she was going. I'd love to know, like, why did you include this photo like that would be my my question to her and and I I don't know how I would be able to phrase that if like we both swiped right on each other I don't know how to say hey like tell me the story I mean maybe it is it's tell me the story behind you with the two dancers well and I think for me like a couple there's several things that come up I have a lot of feelings on this yeah so one you know there's the there's a, like, I'm very sex worker positive. I think clubs and dancers and, and all of that is a culture to be celebrated. It is work that matters. And I think particularly people who dance and perform in clubs or in burlesque, I'm like, it's stunning, a favorite thing to go do. So all of that positive. And I think there's a consent issue. Did these people consent to have their photo taken and have it put on um, something like Tinder? Right, oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and so there's a way in which, she, you know, she's listing herself as bisexual. So whether it's for um, women, men, or all, all, any other gender. So she's appealing to a large audience. So how is she using the attractiveness? Because these two dancers are hot. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. gorgeous. How is she using these two dancers to like increase her own sex appeal or something? And there's a way for me like if she was someone who was clearly part of a queer sex worker scene, clear, queer dancing scene, queer burlesque scene, 
I would feel so differently because it's like, this is your culture and your community and you're teaching me something about things you are part of and value. I'd still be concerned about consent. Um, but it would feel really different than this is like this one-off bizarre photo in a series of, of kind of vanilla looking selfies. And yeah. so just, it feels a bit like using people and there's no reference to like what club this is. There's no way that these people are benefiting from being in her photo. And so that just doesn't feel great to me. And I had the thought of if this was a cis het dude who posted this, it would immediately make me be like, go oh, fuck yourself. Ooh, stop. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't think we're, we're going to be swearing in our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, that just came out. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. I think that's fine. But like, that was my reaction. Well, that's if, really, yeah. I like how you're raising it of like, if it's a cishet dude, how would I be reacting? And I think you're right. I think it does become more objectified. So why was I more neutral when it was a woman who was of a similar age to, well, I think of a similar age to the, the dancers. Hard to or, say. I yeah, guess the dancers are younger, but uh, yeah, the dancers, you tend to be younger, but it's hard to tell. But the bottom line is it's not some egregious, obvious age difference. Right. So between the obvious, like lack of obvious, it's almost like she's being flanked by her peers, but at the same time, isn't because she's fully dressed. The, it's the just, person. well, and then you can see she's not actually touching them. I, so again, I looked at this photo a lot because I was so stunned yeah. by it. And so her, she has her arms, her arms behind the back of the dancers, but it isn't actually touching them, which makes me think this is at a club and that these are right. not her friends, because if it was your friends, you'd be touching them because exactly. at a club, you are not allowed to touch the dancer ever. Exactly. Like, that's a no, no. Right. So I just, there's a lot about this that I'm just like, that's, that just feels not cool. Like if this is what you need to use, but it's not your actual scene. I mean, I've, I've definitely seen other people who were clearly part of a burlesque scene um, and doing other kinds of, of work where you'd see a photo like this and it just made sense. It was part of a story. Yeah. Whereas this just feels like someone using two other people in that. Or if she, really... right. If she were similarly dressed and then it oh, would yeah. be kind of part of a cohort, but again, a consent, like, and it is interesting because it brings up the idea of uh, this, this picture is an extreme example of that. But if you are putting a picture of you with other people in it, is that okay? Yeah. If you haven't asked them first. So I'm going mean, to be on I... a dating site. I think, you know, these are, these are important conversations and I'm sure we'll come across profiles where people make moves around that in the future. And so I do think, um, I know for me, I really appreciate when people choose to censor who else is in the photo, you know, put a little heart over the faces of other people or blur it out or whatever. And yeah. I realize there's a, there's a bit of tech knowledge that is required to do that. Um, but I think it's accessible. Yeah. But no, I, I am. I'm totally seeing your point and I don't think I would have seen that at, well, I didn't see it in my immediate reaction at first. I was like, oh, okay. So she's, you know, like maybe it's a sex positive thing where she's like, Hey, I, you know, I enjoy going to see dances as well, but yes, like, what is the point of, what is the point of using this picture to, is it, yeah, is it to be more appealing or attractive to certain people? Is it, to show, hey, I'm fun or what's going on? Because again, it doesn't give any more, except it's another full body shot for her. It again, it's it's not 
it's back to not adding like, well, and it's also a strange full, it's very strange for any human to put themselves in a full body shot next to two stunning dancers who are essentially nude and you're very much fully clothed, like jeans to the floor, you know, a very frankly conservative shirt. Yes. But just the whole scene. I'm just like, I don't know what this was supposed to do, but I imagine it's not having the effect, at least on someone like me. Right. You know, maybe, maybe for some cis hat dude, they're like, cool, cool. I can, you know, go to a club with her. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, can we revisit the profile description? Yes. 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 So never married, no kids, silly, liberal, sometimes stubborn, always kind animal lover. Uh, and then the currently COVID unemployed, not sure what I'm looking for, open to finding out compersion over jealousy. Mm-hmm. So, so the first part of it is pretty straightforward, I think. And I think it's written well in the sense of like, I like the contrast between sometimes stubborn, always kind kind of idea. Um, so that, that's nice. And just putting the, the important stuff first. Um, yeah. Compersion over jealousy I guess it's just, to me, it's a nod to people that she's matched with or has dated in the past that are, are challenged by ethical non-monogamy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Uh, so for our audience, we should define what compersion is. Okay. So compersion is a term that's used in the polyamory community, the ethical non-monogamy community, and it's the idea of um, experiencing joy or happiness at your partner's joy and happiness. So it's, you know, often something connected to jealousy in that in traditional monogamous relationships, if someone is experiencing joy with another person, particularly another person who in theory could be a partner, if you weren't in a monogamous relationship, you get jealous of that positive experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas the pivot to non-monogamous relationships is to find that as additive, as opposed to taking away from your own joy with your partner. Right. Yeah. So that you are happy for your partner when they are with somebody else who gives them joy. Yeah. And so so that- on the one hand, I, I, I love the reference to it. Like for me, that makes my heart sing a little bit. Like if anything that undid some of the stuff I didn't like in the profile, um, being willing to name that. I, but I did wonder what your take was both on the fact that it's potentially a signal of having bad experiences. Um, but also the idea of insider terminology. We've talked about this before. There's also the acronym ENM instead of spelling out ethical non-monogamy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm curious your thoughts on those two choices. Yeah. So it's, I, I think it's helpful to spell out any acronym that isn't super widely used. So LGBTQ, I'm thinking is pretty safe to not have to spell out, but ENM, I'm not sure how, again, we've talked about this before, but like I'm in Portland, so it's a pretty well established and well used um, acronym. But again, I don't know in other places where that goes. With compersion over jealousy, I'm also thinking, is it, I guess I didn't realize it wasn't used outside of poly relationships that. Oh, I think it can be. I think it can be. Yeah. So, but even so it's still, it's an SAT big word. So sometimes (laughs) 
<laughs> assume anything like there. And is the compersion over jealousy what she's looking for in a partner or is it how she feels? Ooh, great question. So she gets, maybe she really gets joy and potentially even gets turned on. Like I have friends who uh, in their coupling, part of what adds spice to their own sex life is when they have other partners and then come back and talk about it. Yeah. That actually, so the compersion is like not just joy in the other person being happy, but they actually, it actually adds a little zing to their own life to have that person experience the joy. Totally. So is that, so is she the one who sort of has that or is she asking that of others or, or both, but which, what, like, what was she thinking when she first wrote it? And of course, yeah, we can't figure that out. I think that's such a smart question. Um, and so either if you're matching with someone and they have, cause I've seen this sort of, so it's the, it's like written like an equation, right? So using the greater than sign. Yeah. And so I've seen this equation in other profiles that are also referencing ENM. So I do think it's in, in, in community language. Right. Um, which is, I, I, you know, again, signaling to your community, I think is, is smart, but it also then might foreclose other people who are going to feel like not cool or hip enough. So again, just, being intentional of, is that what you want? Or do you want to be appealing to a larger audience? Well, but um, probably not. If they're ethnic, ethically non-monogamous, they don't probably want somebody who's looking only for monogamy. So it total, actually might purposely, if you exclude. don't know what this means, I don't want to, yeah. or, but there are still people who maybe are old school, no polyam, haven't been hit to ENM. Like, I mean, there's just, yeah, I, I just, I think, Again, if you want to say, I want to be connected to people who have this nomenclature, like who are, you know, in the same kind of sub world that I'm in, mm-hmm. um, I think that's okay. But we want yeah. to be really clear that that's what, what is the consequence of some of these things we put in our profiles. Yeah. Yeah. And it also just reminds me of the whole, the whole thing of like the more, yeah, the more information and the more detailed you get, you simultaneously narrow in on your people Mm-hmm. but at the expense and risk of excluding other people. And which, for some of the things, it might be what exactly what you want to do, but for other exactly. things, yeah, you might really want to think about that. Right. I think that um, the one other thing I wanted to comment on just on a visual structural level of how they design their profile, I actually personally love. So we didn't describe it this way, but it's, it's a list. Like almost every one of these descriptors is on its own line. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I wanted to acknowledge, I found that way more visually pleasing than some of the strings or long sentences, or I was like, oh, this is really clear and fast for me to get through. Thank you, person, for being thoughtful about my brain engagement. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I think the profile is well written. It's the picture choices of yeah. like between the 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 one picture with the dancers that we've talked about before, like talked about, and then just the same. Basically, then she has four shots of her essentially the same. Yeah. That it actually ends up making the profile a little bit more boring than if she just had like the, you know, the first opening one, the funny picture of her with the quirky lip thing going on. And then maybe the full body shot of her taking the picture of the other picture. And then maybe those three, that's enough. Or maybe the one picture then with her dog, because she does say she's an animal lover. And so it's like, and here's my Bubba Mm -hmm. and has mangy and sad as the Bubba looks 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> like this poor little dog is just it does, little dog. dog does not look like it's uh, it looks like it's seen better times, but yeah. that's okay. Um, but, but she's anyway. so happy in the photo. If anything, it's like affirming, like, yeah, you really love animals because you love your your dog who has seen better days. You really love this guy. Yeah. So, All yeah. right. Well, cool. cool. That's that's who I had for you today. Cool. So I sent you basically two screenshots, and this was sent by John. Uh, and there's no picture. There's just like a a quote in for the profile and it says what 2020 has finally made me realize that after 30 years of marriage and motherhood i'm bisexual seeking female friends to explore with but it's john put the the profile up and they identify as a bisexual couple um and then it's an interracial couple looking for women only. Each relationship is unique, so it could be short or long-term depending on what parties want. We'd love to have coffee, drinks, or dinner, or even a weekend getaway on our tab, of course. If we click and we can decide next steps that all are comfortable with. I'm discovering women for the first time and love sharing this experience with him. We promise not to let this spiral into Jerry Springer show. <laughs> New to this, so we will share pics after some chat. But the other reason I think that they're saying we'll share pics after some chat is they say, we think our kids are on this app. Well, if that isn't weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's this ethical dilemma that I think people as they get older may actually have, right? Oh, is, what a bummer that is. Right. So. Oh I mean, my gosh. How do you think? How do you, just your general reactions, I guess. And then I do want to get into this, this issue. I feel like now that we've acknowledged that, I'm like, I don't know if I can talk about any other aspect of the profile. I mean, I can. Well, okay, no, actually, wait, go ahead. Do start however you want to start. Okay. I, well, all right. So the very first thing I, you know, I, I, I understand these people's logic about not putting in a photo, given their concerns about their kids recognizing them. <laughs> right. But if we're gonna do a screen grab of something that is a quote, and I'm pretty sure this is like from Bumble, maybe. Um, I just, could we spell check ourselves? Like there's just marriage is spelled wrong. I, I ending with, with and no period. I just, there's so many things that I'm like, oh, I just want people to edit. <laughs> take the time to edit I'm not meaning to be an elitist about this but it's more like spell check would have caught that like just type it into word it's cool that's it that's all you got to do yeah and it would it would point out some of these things so that bums me out that it's like they're only visual I think it's a good I do think it's a good choice it gives you another opportunity to give some description of yourself it's a little bit of you know it's a little eye grabbing um mm -hmm. I think it's interesting also to say like 30 years of marriage, motherhood, like these are a lot of details that I'm like, do I need to know this about you? I mean, it's funny that they're acknowledging that their kids might be on the app. I think that's a hilarious thing to start talking about if you did yeah. choose to message them. Like that's a great opener of like, so your kids found you. Um, although also, do you really want to start off talking about your kids? And so I just, again, the choice to talk about being a parent in these apps, and I think it's probably different when you're in your 50s than when you're in your 30s. Like I am a parent and I don't put that in my profile. I don't think it's anyone's business at this stage of getting to know each other. So mm -hmm. I, I don't, I choose not to include that. 
Um, I'm not gonna obfuscate and not tell someone that I have a child. Um, it's often a, an early question at this stage, but earlier when I was on the app at like 30, it was never a question that came up off the bat. So again, I do think this is something that changes over time. So I don't wanna make assumptions and projections on the people in their fifties, but it just, this is like another occasion where we're hearing this and I'm like, does that really add something to the kinds of conversations we should start off with? And so yeah. I, I feel it like- It does start with, I mean, it, it sort of alludes to that they're empty nesters or at least their kids are grown. So they're mm -hmm. not, their 10 year olds, not on a dating app. Well, sure. Yes. So, so their, <laughs> if their kids are on an app. It means that they're older. Um, and it also, I guess, provides some context for why no picture. Totally, totally, totally. So, because I'm guessing that the kids don't know, and that's, I mean, that's hard. So you've got adult kids and your parents, you know, you're as an adult, your sex life is your business. So you totally. don't, you don't need to talk to your kids about what you want to do, you know, from a sex life standpoint, but at the same time, yeah. What do you do then when your kids on the same app? Like, do you have a negotiation with kids and say, okay, I'll take Tinder, you take Bumble or like, I'll do like, how does that, I mean, I think conversation would look. I mean, one thing is I would say, well, what they're doing, it sounds like, is more thruppily than, you know, they don't need to be on Tinder. There are other apps that are for being a couple looking for another person. Right. And so I would actually encourage them not to be on Tinder. I mean, if this is, if this is really what you're looking for and you don't want to be on it with your kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, there's other apps out there. And so I wonder if they just don't know that they exist. Um, so that would be my first recommendation to anyone is if you are part of a couple situation, um, do know that there are, there are apps out there that are specifically for being a couple, either being a single person seeking a couple or a couple seeking other people. Like mm -hmm. you don't need to be on Tinder. Um, you can be, of course, but if you've got the kid situation concern and right. And cause I've seen people who are a couple who are on and it's like the cutest thing ever where it's like bonus if you match with both of us, you know, cause they both have profiles and oh, there's photos yeah. of both. Of them. And it was like the most charming, you know, playful, you see both of them. They're both clearly, it's so consens consensual. Like, you know, there's just a lot of beauty to it. And so for me, this, I'm like, this also seems, um, I mean, they're transparent about the fact that there's a lot of stuff they're working through. So she's figuring out her sexuality. That's a whole thing, but it's not just that, you know, they're also figuring out how to share sexually their own marriage. I mean, the fact that they're at the place of saying like, no, don't they say, yeah, women only. I mean, I understand that that's, they're specifically looking for kind of experience, but there's also ways that that, I don't know, that causes me pause when I see things like that in profiles of, we have patriarchy and all these other things that can make the ways um, an, another woman is brought into a heterosexual scenario that can be not awesome sometimes. And so I also feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, how, how early days are these people? Like, I wish they, I would love to see them having done some more research or like, even if you're new in it, referencing, here's the kind of books that are guiding us or here's, you know, like there's other signifiers people can use to make it feel more transparent that they've done the work and you're not walking into a 
a nightmare. You know, they're referencing Jerry Springer when they could be referencing an author, you know, who does good work on this that they've taken the time to read. Well, and also the fact that they, they, it's the woman. So after 30 years of marriage, I'm bisexual. So that's the, and mother after motherhood. So it's the the woman wrote the quote, Mm -hmm. but the, the name on the profile is the, is a man's name. Yes. So, which I did not say what the man's name is, but the, or maybe I did, but I can't remember, but the, but it's a man. It's a super generic name. So I think that's by design. Yeah. And which could be, I mean, obviously that could be that person's name, but the fact that the, the man's name wrote the pro or has the profile up written in a woman's voice. Yeah. That's weird. I'm going to go ahead and say that's super weird. Yeah. It just, there is a, and then no pictures. And again, I, I appreciate why they're saying no pictures, but it just, it gave me this very, um, it made me not feel that comfortable with no. things. even if, even though they said things like, if we click, we can decide next steps that all are comfortable with. So they, they do allude to the fact that they're not, you know, this is not a trap or at least they don't want it to be. They want you to believe it's not a trap. They're trying to convince you. I love sharing this experience with him. Uh, Okay, sure. And then, you know, not spiral into Jerry Springer. I like your point about maybe they could have referenced something else. Uh, The other piece that I'm not sure, again, maybe it's just because they're trying to describe themselves, but the fact that they identify themselves as an interracial couple first. Yeah, I don't know what the point is of that. Is it to weed out people who aren't, but then, right. So if you just say you're a cup interracial, like what races? Right. If you're trying to weed out anti-blackness, you haven't actually done that by saying you're interracial. Because that's one of the races might not be right. Black. I mean, right, right, right. So, I mean, I'm like, you know, if you're, which, what, what is, if you're choosing to share that and it's because you have concerns about safety or some one of the iterations, because there's so many of racism and especially here in the US and especially in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, I think there's good reason to want to be transparent about um, racial identity so that there's not harm later when the pictures come through. But then it seems strange to me. And, and also I think people can want to reference racial and ethnic identity, because that's a point of connection, right? But they're yeah. not actually doing that. And so I feel like, I'm not sure what they were trying to do, but I would doubt it's doing anything successful for anyone, unless someone fetishizes interracial couples, in which case, like, is that really what you're going for? Um, which maybe the answer would be yes. <laughs> I don't know. Right. And that's getting back to, it's really hard to figure out what they're, they're they said they're open to anything. And then a weekend, I don't know when they wrote this, but a weekend getaway right now in the midst of COVID is. Yeah, I'd assume this is old, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Is not. So they haven't updated in a, a long, a long, long time then. Right. Nine months. Cool. <laughs> Good be, job. Um, And so there's, there's that. Um, I just, it feels like a scam to me. I have to be honest. Like, yeah, the, it, could very it just well doesn't. Be. It doesn't feel real. I think this is this is a dude who made a profile to try to get women he's going to perceive as kinky or open or whatever that he can have some racy conversations with and pretend to be part of a couple. I don't know. I would not trust this at all. I also think, side note though, it's hilarious 
that the song, like their, their Spotify is connected. <laughs> yeah. And the, my anthem is Boston more than a feeling. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Well, that's generational. So much. Writing, so, so much. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just don't, I don't know. And I don't know how, yeah, like there's this, that might be very well-meaning, but it mm-hmm. comes off as creepy in the sense of like, yep. we can get away on our tab so there's sort of that power dynamic of oh yeah pay without talking about it and to like again like what do you put first so so instead of just saying things like we could we'd love to have coffee drinks dinner or even a weekend getaway and leave it at that don't talk about the on our tab because that weekend getaway thing is a big like not hey yeah let's just do that I, I don't know there's something about the way that on one level, I think they were trying to be really open about like, don't worry, we'll pay for things. You don't have to worry about that. We want to do things that only you're comfortable with, but by putting those things forward right away, it actually ends up backfiring and making it feel less comfortable. I also think it's really like, why include we could do a weekend getaway? That is, that's a safety risk. So assuming these are real people, assuming this is an actual couple putting mm-hmm. this out there, you shouldn't think that's a good idea right off the bat. Yeah. And so the fact that you would introduce that, the people who are going to respond to this are the people who, people who either see a sucker. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. I can convince you, right? And then I'm going to have power over you. I mean, people need to remember just because not to be super paranoid, but you know, um, when you schedule things with someone you don't actually know that well, you'd have no idea who they are. You have no idea what they're bringing. And so slow your roll, take your time. There's no yeah. reason to rush to, we're going to go away together. <laughs> right. Yeah. You yeah. could, you know, I think there's a really good reason to say, start small, don't offer up that you're loaded, right? The idea that you're going to do a weekend getaway with a stranger on your dime is right. disclosing a lot that makes you a target. Yeah. Again, assuming this is a real couple. I just. Right. Yeah. So either, yeah, you're trying to sucker certain people in who might be susceptible, or you are going to be attracting those that are. And it would be really funny if the person who thinks they're suckers and they're the ones trying to sucker people in, what happens at that meeting? That'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah. I want to, I want to be at the, on the bar stool next door when that happens. I was going to say, I feel like we could, we could make a short movie. Yeah, exactly. About that scenario. That'd be fun. We should totally do that. (laughs) <laughs> have your screenwriter friends jump in and yeah my, <laughs> let's, make, uh, let's bring this to life because <laughs> the other thing like when you're mentioning the whole so back in the before times when meeting people at bars or just checking in and and things like that which I want to file something away for a second I used to have I have this one good friend who I would text like about to go you know, on my date. And even though I think it's cliche at this point, like people know when someone texts you, it is their check-in to make sure everything's going okay. Mm -hmm. But inspired by her brother, I, we, our check-in is like, my cat is on fire is what we say. Yep. (laughs) Something like there's a fire or my cat's sick or something. And we just blended them all together. So we will text each other. My cat is on fire. And then the other person needs to text back like, nope, it's so good. It's good. Or, you know, whatever that is. Just grab the extinguisher. The cat will be fine. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry about it again. Gosh, darn it. That dang cat. So, 
we just, we've used that to just check in. And then sometimes I'm honest with the date and I'm like, oh, that's just my friend making sure everything's okay. Or sometimes I'll just look at it and like respond and then just tell the date that everything's sort of fine. But I, I, I'm realizing that I haven't done that with any of my walking dates. Mm. And I don't know. I mean, like, why is that? Why am I seeing these daytime walking dates as less, I don't know, as Most opposed dangerous. to being in a bar? Is it just the absence of booze? Like what, what does it make? I have had, I've had a few walking dates and never have I told anybody about them for a check-in. Oh, really? Yeah. So no cat okay. on fire texts have come in on walking dates because I haven't checked in with anybody. Yeah, I've definitely, um, and so again, just for historical purposes, we're talking about walking dates because of COVID. Um, so doing socially distant dating. Um, I think I have done, hey, I'm going to meet this new person that I don't know very well. Like I'll, I've done those messages to people, but I, so I'm not doing the same kinds of check-ins I have in the past as you're describing, but I've done like little ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think, you know, we're walking in the day, there's other humans around, the likelihood that someone, you know, you're not gonna get your drink spiked you know you're not even going anywhere where you have an exposed drink so i think any of those right. kinds of concerns um you know feeling like you don't have an out like you're only gonna walk for so freaking long right like you're gonna the walk will end you you have your out because the walk will end right and so i think what can happen in a bar date or even a coffee shop date is it like it feels interminable and like if you want to get out of it faster um that's where the check-in is so helpful whereas with a walk you could just like turn turn your corner very easily like you don't need anyone to give you an out you can just say oh you know this is my turn this is my exit (laughs) right yeah so I think we feel a little more agency maybe even to leave um and so it's the both and of what do those checks do it's about safety and it's also about like here's your out right yeah because it's not just I mean a lot of it is safety but it's also I I mean I've been rescued from super boring states where I've you know just been too polite to say you're boring it being in a bar and just sort of knowing within seconds that this is not a good idea at all. And I want out. I want out. Do I really have to order a beer? Yeah. My favorite one was when I was, uh, the bartender was kind of watching me the whole time and just laughing. So like I was facing the bar and the bartender was watching and just watching, I guess the pain on my face. I don't know what it was, but you know, he would just like look at me and laugh and like do like the little head nod or whatever. And then, um, on that particular date, my cat indeed was on fire. And so I had to go. Shucks. I dro- so I drove around the block, parked again and went into the bar and talked and then hung I was going to say, did you chat up? You chatted up the bartender. I love you. These, <laughs> these are reasons we're friends. <laughs> and, and he and I just talked about how awful that, that date was. And I, I do feel a little, you know, I feel bad talking about that, but you know, I'm sure there's been people that have met me and I thought it was fine. And they were like, oh my God, she was awful. So, you know, it, it happens. That's We're that's, not everyone's favorite flavor of ice cream. That's okay. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. And so sometimes you need to declare that your cat's on fire and it might not be for safety reasons. It might be yeah. for pure boredom. <laughs> yeah. It just might be pure. Like this isn't working and I'm not very good at sometimes saying, Hey, I I'm sorry, but this isn't and, working. 
And so going back to this profile, it is like for like a thousand reasons, right? We're now outlining so many different concerns of getting scammed, safety, you know, someone going to drug you like, but then if you do a getaway together early right. on, right, you are like, what, what's the exit plan here, people? Yeah, it's very true. Anyway, I'd be, yeah. I mean, I, this only scenario I'd do that. I'd be like, there needs to be separate bedrooms. I need my own transportation. You know, you don't get a key to my room. Like, you know, I mean, there would be the conditions it would take for me to even consider doing that. And I would not do it with near strangers. So right. I don't know. Yeah. To each their own. Everyone's got their own need for risk-taking in their lives. I guess we just encourage people to be conscious of the layers of risk they're taking on. And always let somebody know where you are. Yes. Just do that. We care. Just screenshot your, you know, who you're meeting has as much detail as you can get. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Well, there we go. I think that's it. I think that's a good closing. <laughs> safe, everybody. All the levels of safety that we need to do. That doesn't preclude, you know, you still have fun and stuff, but, you know, just be safe. Yes. Safe and enjoy. enjoy. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Before You Swipe. If you want to send us your thoughts or a profile you'd like us to overanalyze, please email us at beforeyouswipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, number four, letter U, swipe at gmail. Or find us on Facebook at Before You Swipe. Thanks to Hamid Khalid 786 on Pixabay for our fabulous funky beats.